0: you're listening to the midweek service from Harvest Bible Church. We hope you enjoy this message from Pastor Mark Butler. To learn more about us, please visit HarvestBibleOnline.org. Amen and amen and amen and amen and amen and amen. Praise God. I tell you, aren't you glad for the name of Jesus? I mean, I do. I thank God for his amazing grace. Thank God for how awesome he is and how wonderful it is. Sometimes, you know, you just got to shout in the midst of things. Sometimes you just got to praise the Lord. Hallelujah. You do. It's got to allow God to be God. I tell you, the enemy's always trying to get you and wear you down and wear you out and get you to look at all the things that are going on around you. But glory to God, if we keep our eyes on Jesus, if we keep our eyes on Jesus, good things begin to take place. Amen? Hallelujah. Glory to God. Well, it's just good to be back and good to be here. We got a lot of things going on coming up with, uh, you know, Brother Pay going to be here for next Sunday morning, Sunday night, and Monday and Tuesday and Wednesday. We don't have long meetings except for with him, and uh, we do that at the beginning of the year just so we can just kind of, you know, smack the devil in the face. And allow God to be God. Kind of wear out your flesh and get you in the spirit. <laughs> Hallelujah. And allow God to be God. But you know, it does something when you set your heart to receive. Amen. Yes. Glory to God. Well, if you brought your Bibles tonight, go ahead and go to the, uh, the epistle of James. James chapter 1. And I'm just going to share a few things to just share real quickly and be a blessing. Glory to God. We've got the amen corner with the youth over here. You know, Cameron told me to watch you guys. Make sure you participated. Jumped in. All kind of good things there. We, and I do love you guys coming up in worship. I tell you, I, you know, I love doing that. Love seeing you, and uh, uh, you know, I just enjoy that. Amen. I like being on the front row. Don't get distracted, but I love seeing them worship God. Hallelujah. In James chapter one verse one says this: It says, "James, a servant of God and of the Lord Jesus Christ, to the twelve tribes which are scattered abroad, greeting." He said, "My brethren, count it all joy." When you fall into diverse temptations, knowing this, that the trying of your faith works patience, but let patience have her perfect work, that you may be perfect or you may be mature and entire wanting nothing. Hallelujah. Then he says, if any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God that gives to all men liberally and upbraids not, and it shall be given him. But let him ask in faith, nothing wavering, for he that wavereth is like a wave of the sea driven with the wind and tossed. He says, let not that man think that he shall receive anything of the Lord, because a double minded man is unstable in all his ways. Amen? Amen. You know, and I read that because, you know, as I was just kind of meditating today and came in and praying, you know, you come in and there's so many things to do. Especially when you're gone and you've been gone. It's come back in. It's like, got to do this, got to sign this, got to write this, got to do this. You know, so, you know, you kind of go, you know, so for the few moments that I did have to collect my thoughts and say, okay, God, hey, you know, you said count it all joy. Count it all joy. How many of you know that it's easy to count it joy when everything's great? It's easy to count it joy when you don't have anything to do. And, and man, you just got everything caught up. And you don't have anything else. You're just like, man, this is awesome. I can just relax. I've never had that happen in my entire life. <laughs> that's never been that place. I've never thought. But you know what? Yeah, where is this? That's true. <laughs> but you know what? He said, count it all joy when you fall into diverse temptations, which simply means, you know, we can be tripped or there can be things. And how I many of you know the enemy is always trying to tempt us and always trying to get us to look around us at all the circumstances of everything that's going on around us? You know, because it says that if we'll count it all joy, knowing this. Now everybody understands. Knowing this, knowing what? What do we got to know? Know that the trying of your faith, and your faith is going to get tested. The trying of your faith works patience. Now, we hate that word, patience. Nobody likes patience. I don't care who you are. You don't like patience. You may think you have all the patience until somebody doesn't do what you want them to do. But uh, the, the key is, it says, but the trying of your, patient work, a trying of your faith works patience. Then it says, let patience have her perfect work, which simply means, in your patience possess ye your soul, the Bible says. That means you've got to grab a hold of your mind, your will, and your emotions and not let them run wild and let them come against you and fight against you. Amen. James, in writing to the church, you know, this, was the, this epistle was written by James, the Lord Jesus' half-brother, you know. He was, uh, you know, there in, the, in what was going on because, you know, Mother Mary and, and, and Father Joseph there and stuff. So we see this and stuff, but this is the Lord, he's the, he's the pastor of the church at Jerusalem. And uh, anyways, he says, let patience have her perfect work or maturity, that you may be perfect and entire. Now look at this last little phrase, wanting Nothing. I don't know about you, but my wants are pretty big. Hallelujah. So there's a lot of things we can do about that. Amen? But you know how you can do this is because of what he said in verses 5 through 8. How you can count it all joy. How you can let patience have its perfect. How you can know that even when your faith is being tried, you can do this. Because look what he says. He says, if any of you lack wisdom... Let him ask of God, who gives to all men liberally and upbraids not, and it shall be given him. I want to give you five guarantees tonight about what it says right here, why you can count it all joy, why you can walk it, why you know how God wants to do some things. Because when you understand the nature of your father, the nature of God, then when you go through things, you can stop and say, okay, wait a minute, wait a minute. Who am I listening to? What's going on? I need to stop this right now. Hallelujah. I want to read you verse uh, uh, 5 through 8 out of the New Living Translation, and then I'm going to talk to you about something. It says, if you need wisdom, ask our generous God, and he will give it to you. He will not rebuke you for asking. Oh, I love that. So I don't know about you, but when I was a teenager, I always went to God and said, God, it's me again. It's me again, God it's me again God because I was a good teenager I sinned all the time so I had to repent all the time so I'd say it's me again God I'd say it's me again and of course I was saved so I'd go to church and so I'd get convicted so I'd have to say okay God it's me again and, uh, and I can remember people saying you know God's going to get tired of you just coming to him God's going to get tired of you asking him things but boy wait till you find out what the, what the Greek words talk about in this particular passage of scripture because it'll set you free He says, if you need wisdom, ask our generous God. Don't just know he's a generous God. And he will give it to you. He will not rebuke you for asking. But when you ask him, be sure that your faith is in God alone. Don't waver. For a person with divided loyalty is unsettled as a wave of the sea that is blown and tossed by the wind. Such people should not expect to receive anything from the Lord. Their loyalty is divided between God and the world then they are unstable in everything they do. You know, when it talks about this, it says in verse 5, if you lack wisdom, that means if, you know, if you're running short on wisdom, well, if you're running short on the answers. Because I'm going to share with you, my title tonight, this is for Greg, my title tonight is special answers. How many you know God wants to give you special answers? Special answers just for you. And he never gets tired of you asking. It's so awesome. Hallelujah. You know, because when you look up the word wisdom, if any of you lack wisdom, what do we lack? The word wisdom means this. It means special understanding. It means knowing what to do. And it means, believe it or not, special answers. So if you need special answers tonight, if you need special answers, you're watching this. Glory to God. You can ask God and he's going to give you some special answers. Amen. There's some things that we've got to take hold of that we need to understand. Glory to God. You know, we 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 get a hold of, of what he's saying here, you know. And so when we come before God, here's what it is. You know, when, when we ask, you know, it says this, and the word ask means this. And I like this. I you know, I'm not a Greek scholar, but I got a lot of books. A lot of friends, but a lot of things. I got a strong Concordance. I got a Young's Concordance. I got all kinds of different concordances, so I get to look them all up. And it says, ask means this, that we should have a full expectation to receive what we've requested. Amen? But the word ask means something here, a little bit different, because, you know, when, it, when we talk about the world. Well, I should say this. When it says, if any of you lack wisdom, let him ask. Of. You know, many times we don't even talk about the word of. How I many you know I did a whole thing on the word if? In the I got a whole what six weeks of teaching on the word if in the Bible. We don't remember I told you about the word all? I did a study in the Hebrew, in the Arabic, and in the in the Greek, and all the old ancient languages. And guess what? Every word in the Bible, when it looks at all, guess what all meant? All. Oh, isn't that awesome? <laughs> Glory to God. So when it says ask of God, that word of, you think, well, it's no big deal. Ask of God. We're going to have this of. We have this this." But see, in the Greek, the Greek always, it has an expressive. So the word of means this. It means that you're going to come close by his side. It means you're going to come alongside of him, and you're going to be close to him and close to his heart. See, one of the biggest problems is we want to ask God for wisdom, but we don't want God to talk to us while we're running. We want God to talk to us while we're doing everything else but talking to him, everything else but listening to him, everything else but getting into his presence. He said, if you lack wisdom, if you, need a, if you lack a special answer, if you lack that special answer, then and you've got to ask, that ask is a full expectancy, but you've got to ask of God, or you've got to ask, you've got to get close to him. He says, if you'll come close to me and get my heart, and we'll walk together alongside, I'm going to give you special answers. Amen. How many you know it's hard to talk to people that are moving? (laughs) You know, because you ever go to somebody's house, they're trying to talk to you, but they go into the laundry, do this, they go into the kitchen, do this, they're going over here and do this, and you're wondering why you even went. (laughs) And you're trying to figure out, hey, you know, why don't you just sit down? Oh, you know, and then they're talking to you. You know, they're going into a different time zone, and then they want to expect you to hear what they're doing. They went into a different zip code, and, and, and you're like, oh, you're in trouble. That's what happens to a lot of marriages. Wives go in different zip codes because they're always doing things and they keep talking while well, the husband's sitting in one spot, but he's not hearing because they went into a different zip code. They went into the laundry or they went into the kitchen. They went into the, and, and, and we're lost because so what they said in that zip code didn't come through. We don't want to go meddling right there. That's a good thing. We're we'll stopping right there. God wants to be close to us. Amen? See, when we're in a position, and we get close to God, not only can he give us special answers, but he can also embrace us. Hallelujah. He can also cleanse us. He can also change us. He can also mold us and take care of us. Amen. I haven't gotten to the five things yet, so you're all good. We're just preaching right now. Hallelujah. So if you're trying to figure out what they are, don't. I'm going to get to those in a second. Hallelujah. Amen. (laughs) Amen. But here it is. Let me give you the first one. The first one is this, and I wanted to give you kind of what these words are, because I want to read the scripture in line at the end. It says, if any of you lack wisdom, the first guarantee is is that, hallelujah, God guarantees that when you ask for wisdom and you meet God's condition of getting close to him, I'm going to put that always in there, God will give you the answer. God will give you the answer. God will give you the answer. Everybody say, God will give me the answer. So if you say, well, boy, what if he, no, that's that, you just messed up. But what if he doesn't? What if I, you know, no, you just have to settle that God will give. When I say you meet God's condition, it just simply means you're going to draw a line. You're going to shut up and listen. Isn't that amazing? Hallelujah. Number two, glory to God. Hallelujah. Is that right here it says God guarantees that God gives to all men. Now, why is that so important? Because that removes every uncertainty that you have that God may answer somebody, but God won't answer me. God may answer some, but God doesn't do it for all. God gives wisdom. Look what it says here. If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God that gives to all men liberally. All men, that means me. Aren't you glad for the whosoever and the whatsoevers in the Bible? See, we don't like the King James Version, but I love the whatsoevers and the whosoever's. Because, see, I, the whosoever can have whatsoever. Yeah. Hallelujah. And the all is the all. You can't. If you say, well, you. No, that doesn't, that doesn't mean you. Uh-huh. It's all. That's it. Whosoever. Whoso, I'm a whosoever. Yeah. And, see, that's it. Whatsoever. Whosoever can ask whatsoever. And if he believes, he can receive. Yeah. And I'm a whosoever, and I can ask a whatsoever, so I get it. Yeah. Doesn't matter what you think or say or do doesn't matter if you don't think I qualify. God said he guarantees to give me the special answer I need. And God guarantees. Why? Because God said he gives it to all men. I'm, I'm in the all. He said if I draw near to him and I come alongside his heart, he will answer me. Because I fit into that category of all men. See, that's why you can count it all joy. Why? Because whatever I need in the midst of the test, the trial, whatever temptation, no matter what it is, I can ask to God to give me a special answer. What I need. What do I need in this situation, Lord? And you said you give to all men. I qualify. Amen? Because it's talking about all mankind. Third thing he said is that, and it's in the same thing, same verse here. He said, guarantees, James 1, 5, guarantees that God gives to all men liberally, whew, bountifully, with an open hand. He'll give us the answers abundantly and bountifully. He'll make sure we have, know it. Hallelujah. Isn't it amazing that in John 16, 13, it says this, How be it when he, the spirit of truth, has come, he'll guide you into all truth. And the Bible says, he says, again, he'll not speak of himself, but he'll speak of those things that he sees. And then the Bible says, he'll show you things to come. And when that word show talks about he'll show you things to come, the Bible says he'll show you things to come by intensity and, rep- and repeatedly. See, some people, they need to get hit in the heads over and over and over again, you know, and hear it over and over so they can get it, finally get to them. But here he says, God said he gives it to us liberally, bountifully, which simply means God is not withholding. Amen? Yeah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Now, here's the, here's the best one. Number four. You ready for this? I'm, I'm, I'm just preaching some fun. Number four is James 5 guarantees, and it guarantees us because that's what he said, that God upbraids not. So what does that word? That's a good old King James word. What does upbraids mean? What does that mean? God's not going to berate you. God's not going to correct you. God's not going to rebuke you. God's not going to scorn you. God is not going to get upset with you if you ask him for answers. He will never berate you. He'll never censor you. He'll never rebuke you. Or he'll never scorn you when you come alongside to receive his wisdom and his special answers. How many times, if you told? Now I've done to my kids because you know, we know that it, it, when, right before going to bed, they got a million questions because they want to stay up. Whoa, 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 whoa! Can I ask you a question? No, you can't ask me a question. Go to sleep. If you ask me one more time, you're going to get a spanking. I can say that I've said that. I have, you know. And they, they're like, it has to get to that in order for them to be quiet, you know. But God never does. God never gets tired of hearing you asking him questions or asking for answers. He'll never do that. That's what that word upbraid means. It means upbraid not. It says he will never get tired or never get upset, hallelujah, when you ask him for answers. Never. Amen? God never. I don't care if you have to ask him a hundred times. Say so God, I know I asked this before I'm again. Because he he knows the answer. You're just not getting it. Amen. Amen. He knows the answer. You're just not getting it. <laughs> so and never get he's aren't you glad God's not human? Everybody just take time, take a sealer right there. You know. If oh, you're asking him that again, I am. I'm asking him that again. I'm gonna ask him. Keep asking him that. I'm gonna keep talking to them till I know the truth, or I know what. Till I get revelation on it, I'm gonna keep talking and keep doing it till I get it. Hallelujah! Glory to God. There are things that I talk to the Lord about. I've been talking to the Lord about a lot, and probably the reason He's not giving me the answer on is because it ain't none of my business, or probably He ain't giving me the answer because He won't want me to be dangerous. Yeah. Amen. <laughs> One of those questions I always ask is, Lord, how? How do you get angry and sin not? How can I be like Jesus and make that whip and drive them suckers out of here and and, and do it with righteousness? How do I turn this person over for the destruction of the flesh so that their soul can be saved? Ain't none of you ever knocked about because you guys are all sweet and nice. But I've talked to the Lord about some things. Some say, well, what would he say? Nothing. He don't ever answer me on those things because he knows you'd be way too dangerous. So I know that. I've had people come Well, look, I'll tell you. I said, no, you won't because it won't work. <laughs> you got to have a right heart, order for that to happen. And right now, my heart's not right. I'm thinking the wrong things. I got to repent. And people are precious and they have no past. You believe they repent every day, and you meet people for the very first time every time you meet them. So there's no problems. Amen? Yeah. See, y'all, I lost you on that one. Because, see, that's walking in love. That's doing what God says to do. God's given me great revelation in that one. I haven't been able to know how to get mad without sinning. So, hallelujah. Anyway, let's get off of that one. But God's not mad, and God's not upset. Here's the fifth one. Here's the fifth guarantee And when you understand this, and I'm gonna read this and capsulize all this for you in just a second. The fifth one is James 1.5 guarantees that the answers shall be given to the one who is seeking them. So if you're seeking it, you will get the answers. Because the words shall be given in this verse is a promise that you can count on God to keep, that God's going to do it. He said, if any man, any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God that gives to all men liberally and braids not, and it shall be given him. It shall be given him. It shall be given him. You know, shall is the most strongest word, that I shall do something. It's, it's, it, you, know, it's an, you know, we know it's an old King James word. We don't really say that. But it's, it's, it's you're saying, I'm going to do it. I will. It's something that you've committed yourself to. Now, I know it goes on to say, but let him ask in faith. But we already talked about what you're doing. We're just taking verse 5 here. So you're gonna, if you can understand that and when you know, wow, if I need an answer, if I need special answers, all I have to do is ask God. But when I ask of God, I got to make sure that that of is that I'm close to God when I ask. Because how many of you know if you're yelling and screaming about asking and you think God's way far away, what is the thing to do? You got to get closer to God. You just get closer to him. So let me read to you what this is. This is just James chapter 1, verse 5. This is what it actually means when you put all the little Greek words together. So listen to this. Here's what it says. If you are short on answers that you need... Insistently ask God for them, but God first requests that you come alongside Him. That is the one request that He makes before He will provide the answers you seek from Him. So, God is giving, God is a giving God, or the giving God, and He is a giving God. He is known for habitually answering those who seek answers from Him, and when He answers, He does so lavishly and with an open hand. He never berates or scolds or scorns you for asking. One thing is for sure, answers will be given to you when you ask God's way. Amen? Amen? See, when we ask God's way and we understand, then we can get the right answers to it. And how many of you know, if you know the right answers, guess what happens you're not afraid of all the other things that are going on because you already know the answer. Amen? See, God guaranteed. He told us, he said, listen, count it all joy. I used to, man, you know, growing up or even as a minister and stuff, you get into here and say, God, I know you want me to count this joy, but there ain't no joy in it. And this temptation, I know there's no temptation that's, that's come against me that's not common to man. But ain't nobody else around got this thing going on in their life, only me. I ain't got nobody to talk to but you, and I'm struggling with that. Amen? Until God began to unveil and unfold it. listen, if you need some special answers, and I'm—you know all of us at times, we need a special answer. We do. We need, we need to get, because sometimes we're looking at, I can't, I say, Lord, I can't find, I say, wait a minute, God, you said in James chapter one and verse five, that if I needed a special answer, I'm looking for scripture, I'm looking for these things, but you said here, if I need a special answer, I just need to ask you. You'll show me, you'll lead me, you'll guide me, you'll give me peace, but you'll give me the answer I need. It may not be the answer I want, but it'll be the answer I need. And I want to come to God his way. So what does I got to do? I got to come alongside. I got to come into his presence. I got to do this. And knowing that this trying of my faith is going to work patience, but I've got to trust God in it. Amen. Amen. But I have an assurance. See, I have this incredible assurance. I have this credible guarantee, you know, that God's not like, well, this time I'm deciding that I'm not going to tell you. No, because I have a guarantee because I ask. Now, yeah, I'm asking in faith because I'm coming alongside, but I ask, why, is, why do I have a guarantee? Because I'm an all-man. He gives to all men. Amen? I'm an all-man. I, I, it. So, so it, I don't have to get, you know, you got to ask yourself, wait a minute, I'm in the human race. I, it's not because I did this or I did that. I'm a human being. God will answer. God will give it because he gives to all men. Man, doesn't that just take the pressure off? It takes the pressure off of trying to get into this perfect place of praying enough, getting sensitive enough, getting ready to this place, and just trying to, okay, I think I'm going to, and just saying, God, I'm going to ask, and I'm going to believe you're going to give because you said you would, and I'm going to keep asking. You don't have to ask the same thing over and over. I'm going to keep coming before you and say, Lord, you know, it's me again, God. It's me again, God. You know, I said that so much, somebody gave me a book called It Was Me Again, God. I forget what I He yeah, had that when I, you know, I don't know where it's at now. I probably got thrown away, but uh, I probably threw it away because I was frustrated with it. I thought, That's stupid. But, uh, <laughs> you know, I think, so, well, he gave it to me as a teenager because I was always in, I think, one of the, he might, might have even been my youth minister because he got tired of me coming and saying, it's me again, <laughs> you know. I mean, it might have been the pastor. I came to him all the time, too. He's like, I forget who gave it to me, but it was, it was called, It's Me Again, God. Hallelujah. I'm going to have to look that up. But I found out through here later on in studying the Word of God that, hey, God, it's me again. And how many of you know God loves to hear your voice? God loves to hear what you're doing. God wants to do this. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And the reason that this is so vital, and I, I'm hanging on to this one, is because it's, it changes you from thinking, "Will God, answer my prayers. Well, I know God will answer some of my prayers. Maybe he won't answer the others. No, God will answer all of them. God will answer and he'll give you special answers for them. Like I said, they might not be the answers you want, but they'll be the answers you need. It's so funny that when you talk to God and he says no, and you don't understand why. But who cares? If God says no, guess what that answer is? He says, well, how do I know if God says no? Because he didn't say yes. Okay. see if you talk to God you're praying you're talking you're asking God and you don't get nothing guess what he's already spoken see you just need to stop asking about that see well you just said you went I know but I always go back with those things there when I get mad I know I'm not going to get a right answer but I keep asking you know, because he's not going to tell me, you know, if I went with the right attitude and the right thing and really said, Lord, you know, we want to help, you know, then he probably would do some things, but he knows better. He knows me, you know, amen, you know, and that doesn't bother me at all. Doesn't bother me at all. Because, you know, when I get to that point, and I haven't got to that point in years. You guys are all saints, so it's all good. You know, got the perfect church now, but before it was a challenge. (laughs) And you know why it was a challenge? Because it was me. I was young and dumb and insecure. And uh, so everybody else, they bless their hearts. Their their crowns are going to be great in heaven. Hallelujah. But I just come down now and figured out, glory to God, God's such a great God. And he's working on all of us. Amen. But we have these. Why do, why do I give these to you? And, and, and like I said, we're closing. But the wonderful thing, you know, uh, 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 about this is is realizing, wow, God's going to give it. And he guarantees the answers. I think that's the one thing that we have a tendency to, to think, uh, you know, but we need to just get it, draw closer to him, get closer, get it in, And he'll give us the answers that we need. And he will. We can count on God's word to do that. And He doesn't mind us asking and asking to get an answer for what we need. And it's a special answer. Amen? Amen. But we got to get close. We got to get into His presence. Amen? Let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, thank you. Thank you for the Word. Thank you, Father, for the worship. Thank you, Father, for our hearts that love. And just, Lord, my heart is, my heart, holiday, is just that people would come before you. That no matter what trial, no matter what test they're going through, And there's a lot of them now, Lord. It just seems like there's so many things going on every side. But, Father, you said, hallelujah, that if we would let patience have its perfect work, which simply means, Father, if we would come into your presence and we would come alongside of you and that we would ask with an expectancy to receive because we're in your presence, And, Father, that we would know that you give to all men liberally. That means you give to us, uh, glory to God. You give to us without a second thought. You give to us bountifully. And you don't upbraid us. That means you don't censor us. You don't scorn us. You're not going to rebuke. Father, you love us. You are so grateful that we are coming to you and asking of you for what we need. And, Father, I just, in my heart right now, I just declare that you're giving special answers. There's some supernatural answers that are coming. Uh, Father, I claim that for myself too, but there's some supernatural special answers that we've needed. We just needed a direction in some things. We needed, I mean, we need it. We just need. And Father, it's that one thing that just all of a sudden it's like, bam. And you do it and you change the whole course of what goes on. Thank you for it, Father. Thank you for it now. We believe it. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for bringing that to pass. Father, we thank you for all those that are watching, but there may be those that are questioning about Jesus and they need to know how to receive Jesus as their Lord and Savior. And if you're watching here, you know, the way you receive Jesus as, as your Lord is just believing in your heart and confessing with your mouth. You got to say something, you got to speak words of life, you got to say something out of your mouth. Hallelujah. You got to declare his lordship. You got to declare that you believe in him and receive him and you shall be saved. Hallelujah. Father, thank you for that. Thank you for your word. And it's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen and amen.